Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot Vanka, Timothy Go, and Chua Tian with you. Time now for In the Spotlights. Gone are the days when uh, baby boomers were content with uh, the flip phones, rotary phones, brick size phones, in <laughs> newspaper subscriptions. <laughs> I think in some instances, they're even more tech-savvy than the Gen X yeah, generation. Yeah. Hey, my mom is an uh, online shopping queen. Okay, don't play a fool. Oh, <laughs> same with my mom. Not just online shopping queen, but she is check-in queen. Oh. Uh, and real-time posting. She can post, like, now. If she's doing something now, she's going to post it now. To me, it's like, you know, they've gone through such troublesome ways, right? So if anyone's going to appreciate convenience through technology, it should be them. Yeah, exactly. And I, I admire this because they're adapting to the technology and learning how to use it to stay ahead or or at least stay uh, in the same level as many <laughs> other people. In fact, there's a staggering 33% increase in the number of average daily use of social networking platforms over wow. the last three years alone. So, I mean, it shows just how sticky their digital behaviors have become, you know. Going online wasn't just a lockdown type of thing, you know. It's here to stay. I think during the lockdown was when they learned how yeah. to use yeah. all the tools no in choice. there. Uh, putting videos together, yeah. putting music together. Things yeah. that not many of my own friends of my age group <laughs> don't even do. So, hey, Gosh. we have a big market out here of tech-savvy seniors shattering the stereotypes. This is also, according to GWI's latest research, delving into Singaporean social media behaviors. I wonder how different it is, you know, where, you know, the most used platforms or favorite platforms across the different generations that use social media. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out more right now with Joe Ling Sun, Senior Trends Analyst at GWI. Good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. How are you doing? Very good. Nice and bright. It is a uh, Friday after all. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's talk about this uh, social media usage among seniors. How have they evolved? Because we are under the impression, of course, that Facebook is their favorite, but probably no longer. Yeah. So, you know, as I mentioned, uh, seniors that are using a lot more social media right now, actually, they are the population, who, uh, the generation who are using, increasingly using more social media, especially TikTok. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. Huh. My dad is always sharing TikTok posts to the family. And I'm surprised. Really? Yeah, because he's not sharing Facebook posts anymore uh-huh. where I share posts with him. Okay. He's actually on TikTok. Oh, gosh. <laughs> how, how did that all evolve? Yeah, social media, you know, is, as, you, as you mentioned, it's no longer just a channel to reach younger generations. Uh, GWI study has shown baby boomers that have the most positive outlook towards social media. Mm. They are the most likely to believe that social media is good for the society mm. and while mm. being the least likely to like worry that they're spending too much time on social media. I wonder if they are also at the most risk of being susceptible to fake news through social media, which has happened. But with everything that you've just said, uh, Jolene, what does this mean for brands then? Yeah, of course, um, now they can tap into this really big generation that, you know, previously they might not be able to. So from brands, uh, this means that now they are able to tap into <laughs> even baby boomers on um, social media. So are we going to start seeing pharmaceutical, big pharma advertising on social media like they do on, on TVs in some markets? 
yeah, I think this is a really good opportunity for brands to recognize that they can, you know, reach baby boomers through social media. And actually, from our study, mm-hmm. we have actually discovered that baby boomers, they are more open to discovering new brands and products. Yes, they are, yeah. Through ads. Yeah, across different social media platforms, and they're less likely to avoid advertising too. Anti-aging products as well will be very good for yeah, advertising so, right? and, yeah. and these. Um, so, got they're not they're no longer just for younger people. And you brought up uh, earlier, Elliot, how these uh, baby boomers are responding to this. I think mentally mm. they are more equipped not to be so affected by what they see on social media I think versus a lot of education the Gen Y, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Have a lot you, of education has been done there. Have you seen any kind of study on this one, Jo Ling, as to how, you know, mentally they can respond better to what they see on social media, the senior citizens? Yes, of course, as you mentioned, there's increasing rates of scams among like older generations. So the education of older consumers on online safety is especially important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by empowering them with like knowledge, um, I think this is something platform and brands can do together to help this demographic navigate online realm more confidently as well. You know, uh, Joling, uh, yesterday, a statement which was going around the newly launched threads was, what are social media brand marketers going to do now? Because with every social media platform, it's different algorithm, different way, right? We're talking about older generations. So does it mean that if I'm going to craft a campaign, I have to do it differently for a Gen Z versus a, a baby boomer? Yeah, actually, that's a really, really important question, especially for brands. You know, um, Gen Z, they grew up plugged into like a digital age. So yeah. they are really highly adept at filtering out like inauthentic or insincere messaging. So they value the authenticity of content and brands that definitely need to go beyond like superficial marketing tactics to resonate with this group, especially. So what kind of uh, differences do marketers have to employ to do this? Because as you said, you know, probably the senior citizens will not appreciate ads that are too flashy, that moves too fast Mm. and things like that, Uh, or maybe bigger fonts. I don't know. I would appreciate bigger fonts. Yeah, so we all. I mean, I have seen some ads that move so fast, I have to watch it over and over again to see what, what they're saying. So are these some of the things that have to be taken into consideration? Definitely. I think it's really important, you know, as you mentioned, for brands to take into account of this growing group of older generation who's online and on social media mm-hmm. and cater to them more. Also, you know, we see that so despite some stereotypes that people might have, baby boomers, they're actually, a lot of them will describe themselves as being confident or outgoing. Mm. So, you know, we have to see things from the standpoint of older generation and understand how they're really feeling to market better to them. Uh, Speaking of how they're really feeling, I am speaking (laughs) on a personal level as a Gen Xer. Okay, every time I see, you know, things on my social media feed, I tell myself I am so glad we didn't have social media in the 90s when we were doing things that should not be posted online. Which many young people yes. are very confidently posting and yes. it's okay yeah. for them to do so. Do the baby boomers have the same mentality, you think? Or, were they, or are they thinking, where was social media when we were growing up? It would have made life so much easier. 
Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, baby boomers, they are actually the generation that's looking at social media most optimistically uh, compared to them, the Gen Zs. They mm-hmm. are actually telling us that they're feeling more anxiety about exactly. using social media. Well, probably they don't yeah. have the mental capacity to deal with it because of the age, but go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's something that's really interesting as well because one in three Gen Zs in Singapore actually express concerns mm-hmm. about the amount of time they're spending on social media. Mm-hmm. And almost a quarter have reported to us that they are spending less time on social media than they used to. I'm concerned that the whole world is spending too much time on social media. <laughs> I think if put <laughs> to good Gen use, X, though, Gen if put to good use and you know exactly yeah, sure. what you're yeah. doing, it's yeah. okay. But if you get lost and, and how what do you got an endless yeah. pit of scrolling yeah. for hours, which sometimes I, I do, then you know it's it's a danger. You're wasting a lot That's of time. True. Jolene, we've been talking about all of this and the benefits and what brands can do. And I feel like we've centered this around Singapore's market. I am curious though, are we seeing different trends across different markets here in Southeast Asia or or can we generalize that more or less uh, it's the same? Yeah, definitely. APEC is very diverse, yeah. very culturally diverse. And, yeah. you know, even for social media, is the landscape is completely different across markets. Like, one, what might apply to one market might not apply to mm. another market right next door. Mm. Especially for somewhere like China, they are really, really unique in terms of, like, the digital and social media landscape. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. This is very interesting. And I think more needs to be done to look into the social media behavior of our senior citizens yeah. uh, versus... Well, across the generation, (laughs) I would say. Jolene, just a final word. Uh, Any other key takeaways worth uh, noting from this study that you guys did? Yeah. So, you know, GWI study was done on a global scale. Mm -hmm. And something really interesting that i just like to point out is that uh, we learned... Uh, Gen Z, they were leading certain trends that were associated with the pandemic, even before the pandemic happened, like, you know, social media usage or buying things online, as you mentioned earlier. However, while every other generation increased during the pandemic, for Gen Z, their social media time actually has been decreasing since Mm -hmm. 2018. I guess because there's a lot of pressure on them to cut down on social media use. I I blame the advent of the smartphone. But then again, it's created jobs, right? Like marketing, it's changed the landscape of everything, even politically. I think the very positive side I'm seeing, especially for the older generation, is it brings them together. Like your friends from high school or from university that Mm. you might not have seen for decades, all of a sudden you can reconnect. Fair enough. And it offers an opportunity for brands as well. Well, exactly. If, If they know that, that all these people are reconnecting this way, there's an opportunity there. Joling, it's been great speaking to you. Uh, we've been speaking with uh, Joling Sun, who is Senior Trends Analyst at GWI. Joling, thank you again for your time. Take care and have a great weekend ahead, yeah? Thank you. Have a good weekend. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.